A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Before you listen to the podcast, I want to tell you about one of my favorite things in the world, the lit teacher training. Creating this comprehensive teacher training really felt like my life's work compilation, and I hold nothing back. My mission is for everyone to know and understand the whole body, functional movement, and the how and why behind the movement choices we make to feel empowered transforming your own lives and sharing that knowledge with others. In the Lit Teacher Training, we investigate the poses and transitions, the energy flow through this vessel of our body, and work to move through space with increased precision and fluidity to create more joy and fun. So ask yourself, are you enjoying the life you're living in your body? If you're not fully, there's no better time than now to create new pathways and new opportunities And with that fresh palette, attempt to emphasize growth and connection rather than accomplishment. Learning how to give people feedback in their bodies so that they retrain their own neural pathways and habitual movement patterns is truly a gift. And you will get that in this training. With both our self-guided and in real-time virtual experience, the 10-week training is rich in functional anatomy from my background as a physical therapist, methodology, and yogic philosophy through a modern-day lens. Like the hundred of others around the world, you will complete the training with new skills, sound knowledge, and confidence to teach others. And you have access to the training for life. Finally, our Lit Teacher community is vibrant and supportive, and being a part of it is like having all your friends with who you speak the same language with the same passion. So join this experience for reverence of the body as the container of the divine to change your life. Go to LitYogaTraining.com, and I can't wait for you to join our community. Good movement, and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Lit Yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Monthly Motivation. This month's motivation, as it marks the beginning of summer, is about anti-summer body. This could really relate to any time of year when we have these kind of short-term goals of changing something. And 
the summer body in particular, I, I think, is a phrase that is toxic at worst and not very, I guess, persuasive at best. Like, is it really going to motivate you to get the summer body, this idea that, you know, we have to look a certain way during a specific time of year? And what I think it does is it promotes this kind of health practice that isn't a long-term sustainable thing, but a short-term, you know, get yourself fit or looking a certain way to get in the bikini or a bathing suit. And what it does, I believe, is it just continues to promote this idea that what we look like is the most important thing. We need to diet, lose weight. Um, it's all about getting our bodies ready to present to the world. And it's just a really toxic narrative. I, I think especially for women, I can only speak for women because I'm a woman, but we know this still exists. I'm kind of quite frankly shocked that it still does exist, but I went down this little deep dive and there's all these hashtags like on Instagram, summer body in progress, summer body loading. There's a Medium article about how we need to totally put this notion of the summer body behind us because it's really making a huge, seriously negative impact on our mental health. And I ask some of you on my Instagram page, like, what are your thoughts? Do you think that it's motivating or is it irritating to talk about the summer body? Pretty much everyone thought that it was irritating or toxic. People wrote... I like staying healthy year-round. Weight doesn't change. I find it irritating. Smaller body doesn't equate to better health for everyone. Body diversity is real. Someone else wrote, instead of how our body feels and functions, I'm excited for more ways to move joyfully outside. And it's the diet culture aligning our worth with how our body looks, focusing on quick results. Another person wrote, this is enduring behavior change is better and might be instigating, but this conjoling which, you know, it's just making you feel kind of not as excited about it or not motivated for the right reasons. Someone else wrote, unnecessary, but shows you the masculine side of the industry, which I thought was an interesting perspective that, you know, the woman is, the woman's body is um, commodified in a way, objectified. Someone else wrote, I like staying healthy year round, and I really want to promote that more than a summer body change. And I agree with that. It's not just about trying to figure it out for the summer. Another person wrote, this is so toxic. Everyone has a summer body, quote unquote, and we should try for body positive and healthy living messaging all year round. The amount of yo-yo dieting I've seen in my industry or the push to summer slim down drives me insane. So glad you're addressing this. Um, and then there's more. Many people said it makes them feel guilty or bad about themselves and, and that it's annoying and makes me feel like I need to lose weight. And that's kind of what it's meant to do. And, you know, whoever started this whole idea, it was probably for marketing purposes. It was for getting people to, to buy some nutritional product or some, you know, weight loss product or, or go to the gym and having these like before and after pictures, it all became kind of part of the messaging. But what is lost is producing and promoting confidence in yourself, confidence 
in your capabilities instead of promoting insecurities. They're really benefiting and capitalizing off of people's insecurities. And I just feel like that we need to really take a stance and have a better philosophy towards summer body and make it more about a capable body. So that's my message here is when you hear somebody talk about, oh, I need to get in shape for summer, start a dialogue and and be the pioneer. Let us all be the pioneers to say that summer bodies are not, quote, real, just like perfection isn't real. What we need to do is start a trend that makes um, us want to be functional in our bodies, capable in our bodies, not have our bodies serve some like you know, just a, a structure to put our bathing suit on. It's we're so much more than that. We know that. We we can't be part of these trends, these fashion trends, these fitness trends. It's all that uh, short term gratification, and that's I think always my message overall is whatever we do, it should be done for the purpose of improving our life. It should be a lifestyle. And it's not just a seasonal thing. So let's start thinking about the capable body. I always go back to this quote that um, F. Scott Fitzgerald, I actually wrote, I have a lit class uh, called, you know, Useful Instrument. And it was F. Scott Fitzgerald wrote a letter to his daughter who was at camp. And he asked her all these things and gives her advice. And at the very end, he asks her, three questions. And the third one was, ask yourself this, am I trying to make my body a useful instrument or am I neglecting it? And that always resonated with me because I think of our bodies as so many things, but they are instruments of our spirit. And are we making them useful? And useful is not about what they look like to others or to ourselves. It's not about judging the size or the shape or whether we can fit in certain clothes or not. It's are we using our bodies as this instrument to engage in life, to be fully fully participating in life in all the ways that feed us, you know, spiritually that creates a, a sense of healthiness and an ecosystem that makes us year-round, seasonally, feel strong, feel structurally secure, and allows us to travel, to be adventurous, to be joyful, to move, to breathe well. All of those things are what we're after. And so at the anti-summer body is we want a capable body. So start thinking of that, like, I don't need to do this for summer. I need to do this for my life. I want a capable body. That's the anti-summer body. We have this, we are an organism, like our body is this organism. And what we want to do with it is make it stronger. We want to make it more agile. We want to um, improve its structural and metabolic changes. Now, metabolic doesn't mean necessarily like losing weight. When you hear metabolic, don't necessarily think about like, I need to increase my metabolism. Your metabolism is how you are performing in life, how you're holding on to your energy. 
And so when you make your body stronger and more agile, it will improve in every cellular way as well. So this idealization of, of some kind of body type, the summer body type, as, as I said, I think it's really toxic. Let's instead train to be the most efficient, nimble, adaptable person to handle and enjoy our life daily, monthly, annually. So what is a capable body in my opinion? Well, capable, the definition of capable is having the attributes such as physical or mental power required for performance or accomplishment. So if we think about our body as this organism that needs to be cared for year round, year after year, how do we best get these um, improvements of making it capable, making it perform well. We need to apply what's called stress. And I've talked about stress before. We often think of stress as a negative, but stress is a positive, meaning it's the thing that if we apply to the organism of our body, it will make and create change. Not a temporary fixed change, but these this lifestyle change. So that's going that stress that we apply is going to improve our conditioning, our balance, our agility, our strength, our functional capacity, our coordination, you know, so we, when we little by little continue to apply some kind of stress or demand, if you like that word better, that's fine as well, then we will progress in terms of being an adaptable body. Adapt, we, again, progression is we adapt to training, adapt to a skill, and we practice it, and then we add a little bit more to it. We have a special surprise for you. Just like the theme of today's podcast, this kind of anti-summer body, we really want to have a durable body, a strong body, a body that we feel at home in. And so we are opening up our Summer Spritzer 14-day series just for you. It's June 6th through 19th. You will get an email every day that will give you access to the class for that day. It's all free, and it's all about having a joyful body year-round. So go to the show notes and sign up. So I would ask you now, at the beginning of summer or any time, look where you find there's a gap. You know, a gap maybe in your, um, again, going back to what is capable mean in your performance or accomplishment. So accomplishment could be like, uh, do you go up five flights of stairs or even two flights of stairs and feel like you're out of breath. So that is something, that's a gap. You need to improve your ability to to handle that because we want to be able to do that. We don't want to have to always take an elevator. But more than that, we want to be able to do that because that means we're improving our cardiovascular performance, which is going to allow us to take a long walk in the woods, go for a run, run after our children, run after our grandchildren, play, not get winded, feel at home in our body and that our body is working for us. Um, Do you have a gap in energy? Do you feel like you can kind of stay mostly awake for the, you know, the morning, but then you start to really feel this big lull in the afternoon. So energy, we are bodies of energy. Our body is an organism of energy and everything that we do impacts that. 
and everything we don't do impacts that. So if we're not moving enough, that's going to impact our energy. If we're not hydrating enough, if we're not sleeping enough. So where is a gap? Do you feel like you have low energy? And what can you do on a daily basis as you investigate to be this more capable body? What can you do to improve your energy? How about something like, I have a hard time picking up boxes and moving from one room to another? Well, that's just a, again, a performance that is probably strength related. It might be mobility related. So you look for those gaps and you need to improve your strength training. You need to improve your mobility. And you also need to do something that is novel. So novelty is really important for your brain-body connection. A really fit and capable body is available to all of us. And if you're already feeling pretty fit and pretty capable, then you need to continually insert some novelty. So I do this a lot in lit. Um, there's many layers to lit, but one is that knowing that we need to move in a variety of ways and we need to do things a little bit differently. And it's not just to be like different for the sake of difference, but it's because our brain continues to grow and stay charged up when we insert some novelty in there. So if you're somebody who is taking really good care of your body, but does the same thing all the time, say you walk five miles every day and you might do a little stretching and stuff like that, insert some novelty in there because that's going to make your body also more capable because then you're, you're increasing your, um, the wiring complexity in your brain which will will also impact your body so that you're going to be more adaptable. Yeah, you might be really adaptable for walking five miles, but are you adaptable for, you know, being able to climb up something or balance, you know, balance one-legged or, you know, go on some kind of interesting trail walk where there's more involved than just a flat walk? So, we want that novelty because that improves our overall mental and physical performance. So look for the gaps and think of the kind of big players here. We want to have muscular strength. So maybe you need to add a little bit more strength training in there. And that could be body weight training. That could be adding weights to your routine. But this is going to bring you more capacity over time. And this all doesn't have to happen today. This is like an examination we want to have on a regular basis, like how do we become more capable in our body? And so your priority might not be the muscular strength now, but it might start to become more of that with time, especially as we age. Cardiovascular, everybody should be working on their cardiovascular capacity, endurance, like I said, if you're getting winded going up and down the stairs, we do want to have that because our heart and our lungs and the efficiency of how we pump our blood through the body is really, really important for feeling capable, for feeling energetic. So think of ways that you can maybe insert a little bit more cardiovascular work. And that could be in the form of you know quick bursts, whether it's like, like for instance, again, in lit, we do some plyo in there. We don't do it just for the sake of like, oh, this is like, let's do plyo. It's hard. It actually helps that the the quick, um, you know, the quick burst of energy, those um, quicker fibers in your muscles. It helps recruit 
the motor units quicker. That's in the form of power. And that also can raise your heart rate up. And then, then how quickly can you return down? So you can do it in different forms. You don't have to do it like a long, slow run or something. You could do some sprinting in there, some plyo. That'll help that cardiovascular endurance. So other, other things to examine. How is your flexibility? So flexibility, and then we have mobility. So mobility is really the ability for the joint, uh, or the mobility is the movement of the joint through its range. The flexibility is the ability for that joint to go through its range. So if you are not able to go to the fullest range in your joint mobility, you have to work on mobility, but then you have to work on the tissues that surround it that might be impacting the flexibility. And we want a balance there. We don't have to go for like hyperflexibility, but we want to be able to, again, do the things we want to do in daily life. So for people that are just trying to, you know, manage life and, and, and enjoy it, and they're not athletes, staying flexible and staying more mobile is also going to um, reduce your risk of getting kind of that chronic stiffness in your joints and maybe some pain with that. So for somebody that's really wanting more, is more kind of athletic, this is this is going to improve the performance of whatever sport you might be doing, whatever whatever athletic measure, even if you want to look at yoga as being an athletic thing or some kind of movement training. So you do need this balance of that mobility of the joints and the flexibility of the tissues around it. So assessing that. Also, we want to know how is our balance doing? This Again, way more than a summer body. Your balance is super important for everyday life. That means we're going to be less likely to fall and injure ourselves because we're going to be able to um, respond to kind of off, you know, something that pushes us off center or when we literally lose our balance or trip over something. It also is going to keep us more agile in, in general. We can move in a variety of planes and variety of directions because we have a better um, capability of keeping ourselves stable through our center. And so there's a lot of things that go into balance. Some of it's flexibility, mobility. Some of it is vision. Some of it is vestibular. Some of it is proprioceptive. So balance is really important to work on. That's another thing that's going to give you a capable body. Agility. You know, I, I made up a class recently that was called Train for an Agile Life. Why do we want to be agile? Because it's our ability to respond again to changes in direction, to changes in movement. We can, um, that's just going to help us. It's it's basically like the whole outweighs the sum of the parts. We're, we're moving, we're putting all these things together and that's what agility gives us. We can train for life to be able to do whatever comes our way. And so we want that capability of of being able to handle change and, in fact, greet change, in, whether it's getting older or changing some kind of fitness routine, we want to greet it with this sense of agility. And that really helps us improve our overall health. And then the final thing I'd say is, you know, coordination and power. I mentioned power before. Power is like, maybe it is picking up a bunch of things. That is strength, but it's also power is how quickly you can summon all those different units, those motor units to do what you want. It could be like jumping over something, um, 
power is important and it becomes important just to have as another layer of fitness. And then coordination is getting back to that, like, you know, it's kind of like agility as well. It's how how coordinated you are in being able to, you know, move around, stay balanced, feel fit, know your left from your right. That's also improving your the, the processing across the two hemispheres of the brain. So all these things are going to help us improve our brain-body connection. So when we look at all these elements of what a capable body is, it really inspires us to think long-term. Again, not just the season. And that's why I want it to be like an anti-summer body message. We want a year-round. Some of you mentioned that on the Instagram. You want to feel good in your body year-round. You want to fit in your clothes. You want to be able to do um, great amount of exercise or work or conditioning. That is what is more important than how you look in a bathing suit and how somebody else might be judging that. You know, it's it's that we want to improve our fitness, our ability to live life fully and get through life in a way that feels joyful, that feels um, capable. You know, if somebody asks us to do something, whether we're in our 30s or in our 70s, we want to be able to say, yeah, I'd love to do that and not have that, but I'm not in shape to do that or but you know, I'm, I'm in pain or, or there's things we can control and there's things we can't control, but we can work our best to have a healthy body and a healthy mind. And that requires that we develop lasting habits, lasting habits that will take us through life, that will make us capable and inspired. And then when we see these messages like that are trying to, you know, convey in some ways that we're not good enough and we need to do this or do that, it isn't going to bother us because we know we're doing the thing that makes us feel great. And I'll leave you with this quote from the World Health Organization, which says, better health is central to human happiness and well-being. It makes us Um, It also makes an important contribution to economic progress as healthy populations live longer, are more productive, and save more. So that really goes into kind of the ripple effect of when we take care of ourselves, we're most likely in creating a more capable body. We're also creating a more, uh, a stronger relationship with ourselves, but also with others. We might be inspiring others to do the same. And so I think ultimately we want this confidence in ourselves, not for these societal expectations of what is attractive or not attractive, but really to feel like we own it. We're doing our own work. It's internal. It's daily. It's monthly. It's yearly. It's a lifestyle to to be the best we can be. And that's about having a capable body. So remember, if you hear summer body, just tell somebody, I want a capable body. I want a body that year round is working for me and I'm working for it. And that's associated with health practices that are here for life. I'd love to hear any feedback you have, but let's let's do this together to promote this capable, beautiful body that we all have share it with others. We can do this. And as always, I'm pulling for you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.